Welcome to Clearing the Queue with Alex and Matt. Here's how it works. Each episode starts with a friend of ours signing into their Netflix account. Together, we scroll through their queue. Ultimately, we find a movie that's been on there a little too long, and we watch it together. The best part is that every queue is unique, so it tells a story about the person. Here's a question. Are we going to record ourselves talking about the movie during the movie? No, 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 no. This is not Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's uh, Clearing the Queue. A Netflix podcast. <laughs> Our guest this week, returning champion, Douglas J. Warner. <laughs> Via satellite, as always. What <laughs> One of these days we'll get you into the... Was audience. that a bit? You said you weren't doing any bits. <laughs> yeah. That was not pre-planned. just promised not to do a bit, and then yeah. he's doing the what's up bit. My B. Uh, <laughs> one of these days we'll get you in person, but for now... For now, returning on Skype from Boston. What's up, guys? How you doing? Glad to be back. I, all is well. All is well on the home front here in Boston. We're glad to have you back. We wanted to have you yeah. and your wife, couples, and you said she chickened out. Jenny chickened she chickened out. out. She wasn't ready to cash in on her 15 minutes, I think. <laughs> she, Yeah, she wasn't ready to uh, to be on the podcast. But she's an avid listener now. She has a long drive to work, and she's been relying on you guys. Oh, that's uh, great. Late, so, well, yeah, she's a big fan. We've got long episodes, so that's perfect. Yeah. Yes, indeed. <laughs> if you're out on the road right now, Jenny, good instincts <laughs> this, out there. This one's this for you. This one's for you. <laughs> uh, man, we have so much to talk about yeah we're also not gonna do a standard episode yeah this is gonna be a little we, funky maddie had to write an agenda down he doesn't he likes to go agenda list but there's enough enough content. there are enough different strands that are unusual <laughs> that i had to write down an agenda because we've already looked at your queue we've already gone right. through your queue and so we're not going to do that again alex had an idea i don't want to reveal alex's idea yet though okay right? i feel like we should tell them once we get there well, all right. Let's just get the quick house cleaning about your queue because I just I'm just curious. Yeah. The fans are curious. Yeah. Last time you were on, we watched. The, you, you just laughed. At the idea of fans. No, I'm sorry. no, the, no, the fans have been wondering for two years yeah. what. So well, last time you were on, we watched the Roger Ebert documentary Life Itself. What's on there now? You you still have a, a, a baby daughter, so I'm sure you're not watching and tearing through stuff. You're also a high powered executive, <laughs> um, so you're also. Why are you laughing at that? <laughs> <laughs> you literally are high yeah. power. Yeah. Um, but uh, what's the what's the cue like? Is there anything you know, kind of quickly that you that's in there that you're like, if we were doing a standard episode, we'd be. Yeah, actually, I, I had thought about that. That maybe you might spring that on me, and it's not very interesting right now because we talked about it last time. It's mostly TV stuff. Um, Jen and I are always on the search for like long form binge stuff that's worthy of our attention. So it's just loaded with like potential stuff. But movie-wise, I don't know. Maybe that's a bigger topic. The state of movies, guys, is a little disappointing. And uh, specifically on Netflix. On, right? Particularly on Netflix. Yeah. Um, their original movie content is not great. So it's mostly shows which and documentaries, which I love. And that's kind of how Their I original utilize. documentaries are good. Did you watch the Jim, Did you watch the Jim Carrey? Yes, one? and it was fascinating. And I was shocked that it took that he was able to keep that under the lid for so long. Like they had just ample footage, like, you know, miles and miles of footage and it's him literally like losing his mind. And I guess he was just waiting for a time that it was right. Or I don't know what it was, but I thought it was fascinating just that it hadn't come out earlier. Like the extremes that he went to, to the point where like Coffin's family was like 
basically treating him as their own. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. It was like, cathartic it was, for them. It was. It seemed cathartic. It seemed for like them. it was it, for some of them. It did. Like they believed it. So I don't know. I thought that was fantastic. I thought the one yeah. funny part was that Jerry the King Lawler. It like basically <laughs> said, "It's like why was he such a dick to me?" <laughs> He's like, "Me and Andy were friends. He's not doing a good yeah. job." <laughs> yeah, I guess if he had actually channeled them, he would know their real dynamic. <laughs> so that's sort of a mythbuster there. But, Wasn't there uh, part of you that wondered if that itself was acting? If like even behind the behind the scenes, right. he worked out a They're, thing with Jim Carrey where they were like, you also have to act really mad at me. Let's do it again. Uh, like in set right. layers and layers of <laughs> oh, style humor. I don't know. That is what happened. That's what happened. I'm, so, guessing, I'm betting on that. that. If so, he's a great actor because he, he pulled that off. He seemed genuinely Lawler's upset. And I just asked Maddie to watch a trailer for this new Showtime show, which has also been like sprung. Did you even see this? He, he plays like a Mr. Rogers-like character. It's uh, by the director who did Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind, Michelle Gondry. They're doing like some really kind of like dark, we call it sad candy. Like very beautiful... Modeling. This is a Carrie. This is Carrie, a Jerry Carrie yeah. Showtime television show, which is coming out in September. I have or not something. heard of that. I was I was thinking about Carrie yesterday in the context of like shelf life of people who just hit it big and they're like these you know crazy phenomenons. And he seemed to have like this three window, four window period where he was on top of the world. He like his gimmick didn't get dry, and then he had to start like I don't know if society forced him into picking different stuff and going dramatic and you know or if that's just like artistically where he went with it Mm -hmm. but i feel like every actor who has that moment like has this shelf life of like four movies and from there it's like almost like an athlete's decline where you know they're scrapping to recapture that or they have to go artsy with it and like say it's an intentional decision right but i find that interesting yeah he's he's aged very interestingly yeah, and he's just he's just riding the crazy train right now. <laughs> like, yeah. he's all about it. He owns it. So I don't know if that's act like Kaufman style, you know, act, or if that's he's just lost his mind. But um, it's entertaining. There's also the bit like when you get too famous, you cannot surround yourselves with the people mm. and the environment that like got you to that natural yeah. point. I mean, I was just watching the Gary Shandling documentary that Judd Apatow did because I, I know literally nothing about Gary Shandling other than that he's super well respected. And he, he was on that, and he was part of, like, the comedy scenes. You see, like, everything that you go through in that sort of, like, 20-year-old thing gets you to be that person. And then you get too famous, and you can't go to restaurants anymore, or you have to, like, call ahead to everything. And mm-hmm. all that kind of happened with, like, Eddie Murphy a little bit. Like, he just For got sure. too famous. And it's depressing. <laughs> you have to fight it. You have breath. to do what Pearl Jam did and just fight your against your own fame. But yeah. even that just makes you boring. That just makes you true. Really, the Pearl Jam documentary is so like about PJ Twenty is so terrible mm-hmm. because all the interesting stuff happened then, and then they just get slowly more boring. They just they're content. They like they've got stable family lives, and they're and then the music gets playing pleasantly, and <laughs> that's the way to go, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's just not an interesting right? story, but right. Like I'm just enjoying my family yeah. and don't care about. I could just pay my bills now. <laughs> yeah, great. So, well, speaking of paying go. the bills. I wanted to cut this next segment, but Alex said, give the people what they want. Absolutely. And it's our most popular segment. It's the American Beauty Bag. Tell me you wouldn't have felt cheated if we weren't going to Oh, absolutely. I wanted... Oh, there it is. And it's so beautiful. You guys so, can't see it at home, but trust me, it's so gorgeous. So I'm going to reach in as your hand and pick out a card. Can you read what it says on this card? 
When was the last time you cried during a movie? We got this one last time. Did we really? All right, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do a different one. Yep. And Is it the here first it comes. repeat question? No. <laughs> I always edit uh, them out. Here we go. What's one movie or TV show people are surprised to learn that you like? That's the question. Interesting question. Something fantasy, maybe? Because that's what I would be. If you told me that you're like, <laughs> I love anything. Yeah super fantastical and imaginative honestly i can't think of any great examples of those that i do love in that realm i guess i like uh like hunger games and stuff like that but that's not like i guess that's more dystopian future that plays to your stereotypical young adult novel loving (laughs) self (laughs) right so maybe it's more in the vein of like uh romantic comedy and like you know i'm delighted by some very uh stereotypically girly stuff um specific movie is tough to think of i've seen beaches probably more times than uh <laughs> that I should explains have. everything i'm surprised by that yeah what and is probably it? one of the last movies to make me cry too that's <laughs> my question from last time what's about what is it about beaches uh it's it's that i have a sister and it's something that i watched with her several times it was a mm. favorite of hers and it you know if you give it a try it's a pretty good film <laughs> yeah it's a, it pulls at your emotional heartstrings so I guess so. Otherwise, I feel like, uh, I don't know, I watch a range of stuff, so I don't think people would be that surprised by really much that I have enjoyed. So, mm. yeah, there you go. This could be an interesting segment into the next question, which is this new segment, which is our Under a Rock segment. Yeah, totally debuted. And this is a debut, oh, this oh, is a brand oh, new oh. thing, and I'll let Alex, Alex explain it, but in some ways it's the opposite of the question you just answered. Oh. Yeah, Under the Rock is just that familiar feeling of that there is just some sort of pop culture event or person in the zeitgeist that you just have totally missed the boat on. You hear the name, mm. you either can't even articulate what it is they do or why they're famous, and you kind of feel a little, a little left out. A little left Th- out. That's a great question, and I definitely I have you- a few phenomena. Phenomena? Phenomena. And I think part of being a father is starting to realize that like uh, pop culture is beginning to pass you by mm. and wondering like how out of touch you're going to become. Because <laughs> yep. I consider myself pretty into the you know pop culture scene, but <laughs> there's a few. There's a few. So one is um, just the rise of the YouTube star yes. and um, understanding why like the jake pauls or the there's like a whole series of pauls apparently and then like the watching of video games being played but not actually participating Mm. in the playing Mm -hmm. i find strange because it's like you all had that friend who hogged the nintendo controller and it's like that you didn't want to hang out with that guy it's (laughs) like fun you want to do it that's the whole point is doing (laughs) yourself yeah so that and then i hear there's like unboxing videos of toys that kids just like sit there and watch like other people's fun yeah. <laughs> ensuing and they're just like delighted by it uh-huh. which i don't know. so there's several of these like series on youtube yeah um and i feel like i'm really really falling behind and it's just going to go at like rocket speed and pass okay. me by to make you feel better do you know anyone in their early to mid 30s that watches these as well and they can enjoy it no and i guess that's a good thing for me but <laughs> But it's, it shows you, like, yeah. age, you know, it, cool stuff is, uh, it's no longer our It's our like, camp, this is know? like Elvis tw- uh, thrusting his hip, his pelvis. Totally. Yeah. 
Yeah, totally. And I thought I thought about this a lot in the context of music too. How mm. I just think, like if you go through Spotify's top fifty, like it's so unrelatable and not even like you just like skip, 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 and it's just cyclical. Like everybody's parents thinks the new music is crap, and like I happen to think it's really going to crap right now. But I realized too that like. I don't know. It, it's probably great, and it's just the morphing of things and the evolution. I, of things, it's, so. We need more Bette Midler. We need way more Bette Midler. <laughs> so much Bette. <laughs> it's funny because you're, you're touching on like my under a rock things. Mm-hmm. Like specifically, I learned last week that Post Malone was not a band. Mm. I Post Malone I thought was a band, and I realized it's a person. Not three days now, ago. I had this thought this week i think there is an either post something or malone something malone <laughs> band that's like a, a female um country group ah okay but it's definitely not post malone who <laughs> i found out about through i think it was on snl and he was singing return of the mac in full oh like was he doing the, to be, was he doing the backup be, parts where they're like come on <laughs> yes yes you, like you did the, that the part? riffs at the end yeah Oh, like the world, like all that <laughs> stuff. Top of the world, and he's not a good singer. So <laughs> I don't know. That, that's that was your introduction. Yeah, 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 that was not good. So that's that stuff's got me culturally confused mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I guess that's the big stuff. Is like these, just like where kids are putting their attention for entertainment because yeah. it's definitely not TVs and TV and movies. The YouTube stars is a big one for me too. I also just realized recently that I had been conflating PewDiePie with Honey Boo Boo. And <laughs> who's, Pew- who's PewDiePie? PewDiePie is one of these YouTube stars who uh, like okay. to us is not famous, but to certain people is like, I think literally the most famous person. It's insane. Like, on the planet. But yeah, but, but like, I don't even know where I would come across PewDiePie if I was not seeking them out. <laughs> and you'd feel a little ashamed to sit there like watching PewDiePie well, videos. You know? like, yeah. What if I told you that PewDiePie isn't a person, but a state of mind? <laughs> I, yeah, or it could be a band. Like, I don't know. Like, I couldn't even but I, say that without but laughing. But cra- like, I feel like the way we grew up, the, the way you know that somebody is super famous is they're unavoidable. Like you Correct. see yeah. billboards with Tom Cruise's yeah. face, you hear Beyonce on the radio, etc. And now there's this crop of stars that you you have to be on the right channels to see. Like you're right. not going to accidentally get bombarded by hearing okay. PewDiePie while you're shopping. This for is going to really depress press us. But you know, like there's also that level of super fame that your mom kind of know first mm. hears about who that person mm. is. Yes, that means that they're so famous that everyone's yeah. talking about them. Like that's that's, that's what's us ha- now. That's what's happening. Yeah, now that like if once we've heard of them, that means that they're really famous. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because yep. that's entertainment's so like. It's so granular now in, and targeted in the way it reaches people mm-hmm. that I think we're at risk to miss a lot of these things unless we're really yeah. in tune, you know? And, and there's no, like, resource. We should probably start a website for just, like, here's stuff for older people to look out for. <laughs> like, here's what's rising like, on the yeah. kids' sex, scene. Like sexting? No, <laughs> oh, sexting. Yeah, that was a big one, like a, you know? A ways back. Uh, my, oh, I got another. Can I mention another one? Yeah. yeah under the Rock? Uh, K-pop the phenomenon of like Korean pop music and how it's just like this insane phenomenon, but somehow still going on. Yeah. Okay. I I think it's bigger and bigger than than ever. ever. Yep. It doesn't seem to find its way to like media channels that again, people of our age might find like (laughs) they're like Kelly and whoever now Ryan's and 
you know, stuff like that, where it's like, okay, they've really made it, like you said, if they're performing on that stage. But um, I think that's huge, K-pop. I think it is, too. Look, look out for K-pop. <laughs> You've heard of K-pop. Now here's A-pop. Which, what's oh. yours? With, what's, with what's under my rock? Yeah, what's under your rock? It, this one was very easy, and I actually thumbed through Entertainment Weekly this morning uh-huh. to see if there's anything I didn't know. I'm on top of things except Cardi B. Mm. Oh. I don't know. I She came out of nowhere. Yeah. Is it? What do you do? You guys know her? I do. Oh yeah, get on the Cardi train. She's fantastic. I'm surprised that you didn't. I feel like her coming out party was the Super Bowl commercial. I just got caught up with like Katy Perry and Nicki Minaj and sorting and Lord and sorting out who uh, all those huh. pop stars are. And now Katy got, Perry's been around for ten years. I just I just figured it <laughs> okay. out. Well, in, let's check with you in ten years and see if you know more about Cardi B. <laughs> the the sell on Cardi B is. Um, She's unapologetic of her past, which is as a stripper and, um, you know, tough upbringing and all this stuff, and just goes with it and has a really cool voice and is clever. And that first, the Bodak Yellow or whatever she got popular yep. with was just like, it just hit hard. Yeah. And I think, uh, I get it. I get the Cardi B thing. Yeah. She's relentless. Yeah. I'm on board. Um, that was Under a Rock. Okay, we'll check. We'll check back. We'll check back on uh, this. Yeah, this kind of has to be recurring because it's like a support group. Yeah, it's just a bit of a support group. Um, it's a resource for us all. Yeah, I think you should definitely continue. Okay, we also have some listener questions. We asked a while back. We asked for some listener questions, and we got some great ones from former guest Casey Newland. And I thought Doug Warner would be a good guy to answer this question. Mm. <laughs> And her question was, why do so many people love hate-watching reality TV? Mm. You're also a psychology master. That's right. That's right, I am. Uh, High-powered psychology I, master, Douglas J. Warner. Well, I sort of challenged the premise of the question. I don't think... Like any good psychologist, <laughs> that's yeah. how it should start every question. Well, he's also his I mean, hand is on his chin as really he's. Good. Hmm. Well, I don't, I don't watch any reality stuff <laughs> that I don't that I hate. Mm. It's it's ridiculous and it's a spectacle, and I guess I hate some of the people that are participating in it. Mm. But um, by virtue of me watching, I don't, I don't hate it, and. You know, Jen, for example, my wife watches a lot of the reality uh, or real wives of X, Y, and Z, uh-huh. and I can't stand to watch those. I can't even hate watch those. So um, I guess I can't relate to the question as well. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys have. Yeah, I can't relate thing. to it because I just hate it. You don't, and watch so it I don't well. watch right. it. Um, Alex probably is. I would guessing more like you, where if he watches it, it's because he likes it. I would. I would play the. the Guilty pleasure card. I would challenge the premise as well. Yeah. And introduce yeah. my own premise that guilty pleasures <laughs> exist in this world. Yeah. We have. But uh, that's what it is. And don't be guilty about them. You like what you like, people. Go with it. I was a Backstreet Boys fan throughout high school <laughs> to much ridicule, but <laughs> they're pleasing to my ears. What am I going to do? You know? You and still, are you still? When was the last time you listened to a, When was the last time you like went and hit play on a Backstreet Boys song on some device? Uh, this week they released a new uh, a new song, which uh, people knowing that I had a past of uh-huh. liking Backstreet Boys, yeah. several texted it to me and uh-huh. told me about their reemergence. If I was and, texting uh, you that, I would say, "Hey, Doug, Backstreet's back." <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> it would be my reply. Yep. 
Well, what is what would you call it? Where like my wife watches, she's been rewatching the same like four shows from start to finish for the last two and a half years. One Tree Hill. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Gilmore Girls. Two Tree Hill. Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Three. <laughs> um, uh huh. And Gossip Girl. Uh huh. And Friends. Friends, yeah. And One Tree Hill is so bad, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. Yeah. But I'm starting to feel comforted when it's on. And yeah. I, I think you What's, nailed it. I think that's, I call it like the CW vortex, <laughs> where it's just such a idealistic, pleasant world that they all live in. And I think that's just missing from our own, that they just like to get lost in some light fare every now and again. And I guess in the way that, you know, a lot of a lot of us watch sports or, yeah. you know, it's just a way to escape the day and mm-hmm. there's no actual drama. Um, Jen's into one right now, also a CD, CW Vortex show that I can't, the name escapes me, but the premise is like Doc Hollywood. Um, this like doctor, hotshot doctor lives in a small town, except it's serialized over like several seasons and it's just not very good. But I'm I see where you're coming from, Alex, where when it's on. I'm not just like grabbing the remote anymore. I'm just like, ah, it's there. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'll just hop on my, you know, phone or computer and just let Are it you, be. Have you ever done the thing where you're like, and you ask about what the certain scenario and say, why is this person doing this? And she's like, well, I thought you didn't like this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has that ever happened? <laughs> yes, it's, uh, you can't show any trace of interest. You're like, when did these people? When did these people start dating? And she's right. like, oh, you're, you're you know the characters. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. All right, so I'm realizing that we're we've almost recorded a full episode, and we haven't even gotten to the main thing. <laughs> so, Doug, how do you feel about making this a two part episode? Hell yeah, let's do it. Okay, so before we sign off, though, for this week, um, Alex had this idea for his under a rock segment, which we just did. But then earlier today, in texting me, he referred to it as as the under the rock segment and that had me thinking what would a segment be called under the rock and instead of doing the work of thinking of what it would be i thought let's ask doug warner resident the rock expert and aficionado Mm. what would a segment be that was called under the rock uh most lit most literally it would be uh naming individuals who he's beaten in wrestling matches because as he pins them they are quite literally all right let's do it I'm, I'm not, this is going to be tough for me. I've been out of the wrestling game for 25 years or so. Um, Rowdy Roddy Piper? I would say probably has not been under the rock. Okay. <laughs> Alex? Definitely not under the rock. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin? I would say has been under the rock. Okay. I don't remember a specific instance, but I'm probably sure. Probably has been. Yeah. Okay. The Macho Man, Randy Savage? Mm, unlikely. No. Gonna say no. The Undertaker. Yep. Yes. Hey yes. guys, this is a segment called Matt names the wrestlers he remembers. Matt names wrestlers. <laughs> Alex and Doug, who once cared to joy for wrestling, try to remember. If we took it more, so you said that would be the literal interpretation of that Under would be the, the literal. Rock. Yeah, yeah. I guess the uh, probably the more interesting now that we've explored that. <laughs> that that, that didn't way. work. What else? What um, if it, what, what if it was about? Um, the making of the movie The Rock. Oh, oh. Under the Rock. Yeah, behind the like scenes. Like secrets from the set <laughs> of the Nicolas Cage, Sean Connery film The Rock. 
That would be interesting to me personally. I I love. <laughs> well, let's share some secrets from. <laughs> yeah, what do you got? <laughs> I don't know that I have any factoids from the <laughs> run, though. <laughs> IMDb trivia, quick. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I remember that was like the first time I heard like what a Humvee was. I'd never heard. Hum- I'm only Humvees. borrowing your Humvee. <laughs> I didn't know what a Humvee was, and he was in jail that entire time. So I'm wondering. Oh, how did he know what a Humvee was? Yeah. Oh, Humvees date back to like military, though. He's an old timer; he would understand that. Okay. Yeah, he knows Humvees. That's good. <laughs> That's Under the Rock, <laughs> guys. And this is was this week's edition of Under the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was this week's edition of Clearing the Queue. Doug, we have good news and bad news for you. Hmm. Okay. The good news is we're going to continue talking with you, even though yes. the audience isn't going to hear it for another week. The bad news is you are. No steps closer to <laughs> clearing the queue. That's it. Oh, I actually have questions about that. The clothes. Go ahead. So I have some questions about the clothes that I've I've noticed. It's I think it's changed. I'm, I can't confirm it. I've never gone back to listen. But there's a few things. First of all, um, at first, Maddie did not know how to download a podcast with iTunes. <laughs> Has this been discussed yet? On not on air. Not on air. Uh, but then I think out of either embarrassment or the fact that he may have just learned how to download a podcast, <laughs> removed said uh, line. But only recently I've noticed it was added back in. I don't know if it's preserved like um, integrity and the original form like you went george lucas and tried to change things uh, yeah but then decided it's better to go with the artistic integrity of the original plus you can't even download stuff on itunes anymore because itunes isn't a thing now it's the apple store or whatever so or apple music apple so, podcasts yeah can you tell the listeners i'm sure there's more like me who want to know <laughs> sure and um, <laughs> sub question who does the giggle no did alex re-record his part at some point or has that always been the same version um so it has always been the same okay Alex's version has always been the same um we at one point were recording an episode and if you go back and and listen you can figure out who it was but one of our guests said basically said like your outro is kind of unprofessional and Hmm. i in that moment was like not only is it kind of unprofessional, that bothers me less, but it's not true anymore because you're right. In the time from when we originally recorded it to having had the show for a year, I, I learned a lot about how to download on iTunes when it existed as a way to download <laughs> right. podcasts. So I just went in and I removed that line and I figure no one's going to notice. No one listens to the end anyways. And we were just bombarded with such clear feedback from <laughs> our nearest and dearest that they missed that line. They missed the chuckle. And who cares about being professional? Who cares about the fact that iTunes isn't a thing anymore? <laughs> Put it back in. And we aim to please. We're like the Goo Goo Dolls. Greedos, they, want, yeah. they want the hits. <laughs> Go with we'll, the plug. Give, we'll give them the fucking hits. We'll give them the American Beauty bag. Han shot first. Do you know what that means? <laughs> no. Okay, it's a it, it's the re- other side to putting digital Jabba the Hutt in. It's keep things the way they are. Han shot first. There so I put Maddie, it back in. Maddie giggled first. I I'm happy to know that because I've always wondered. And I also want to know what percentage of your fan mail or um, outreach on social media is stuff that you're just blatantly wrong about? Very little. Like, are people the stuff people call us out on? Or do people call us out on things? Well, you say if there's something we're just blatantly wrong about. We do say that in the outro. You, 
Right. Yeah. I've, I've We've never been fact checked. We've never been audited. To be honest, I thought maybe Dan Bogdanow would have done so. He does. He. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. He he is our harshest critic and our biggest fan. And um, he recently texted me to ask why I didn't press harder on on Jess Martin's love of Roseanne which was recorded before Roseanne got canceled. He was, like, he was like, you were pretty easy on her. And I was like, yeah. So yes, if we get anything wrong, he will tell us. But uh, I think we're normally, I think our general mode is we're very honest about what we don't know about. And so I think hopefully we don't set ourselves up for too many instances where we are certain of our, of our correctness. And also the only people who listen to the show are our friends and they're nice. Well, so go. we don't have those like, thousands of internet trolls out there cool yet when this yet. this ends the under the outro <laughs> <laughs> thus ends under the outro we'll see you next week for the meat that was clearing the queue if you have heard anything you like or know that we were just dead wrong about you can email us at uh, clearing the queue at gmail.com q is spelled q u e u e that's a tough one and if your thoughts are funny we'll read it on air follow us on twitter at ctq podcast instagram at clearing the queue facebook.com slash clearing the queue subscribe on itunes yeah subscribe on itunes <laughs> i don't know how you do that <laughs> <laughs>